0: hello this is stephanie and this is the mocha minutes podcast Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Menace Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me A Coffee. So if you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some... um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators that includes me (laughs) um so it's in the increments of either a dollar three dollars or five dollars and you can do as many as you would like um so i just wanted to let you guys know with love 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 some support so if you would go to buymeacoffee.com backslash mocha minutes i would greatly appreciate it It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. Don't leave me in all this pain. Don't leave me out in the rain. Come back and bring back my smile. Come and take these tears away. I need your arms to hold me now. The nights are so unkind. Bring back those nights when I held you beside me. Unbreak my heart. Say you love me again. Undo this hurt you caused when you walked out the door and walked out of my life. Uncry these tears. I cried so many nights. Unbreak my heart. My heart. Welcome back, y'all, to the Mocha Minutes podcast. This is Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, this is going to sound really weird because uh my guest who is old man wade guess more family than guests because you know guests get their plates fixed and family just goes in and gets their stuff themselves um you've already heard his notes on the character that is spider-man um so if you remember a few months ago y'all don't time is a social construct in in the panini press so forgive me (laughs) it could have been like Nine months ago, I'm not even sure because you know, time social construct. Um, we had a um introspection on Batman, and so now we are here to talk about Spider-Man. And it's good to have you here, Wade, because you bring the comic book um knowledge. And I, for me, Spider-Man is just in motion picture, that is the cartoon and the live action movies, that's several different arcs that we have. Um How are you?
1: To quote Andre 3000, I'm fantastically well.
0: (laughs) See, mm, yeah, sidebar. Yeah, I'm so glad he is not on Donda. I don't know what to do. I'm like, yeah, no, y'all need to leave Andre alone. He just be like playing his flute and minding his business. And I love it.
1: Can I just say that I love the fact that he cussed out Kanye without Kanye. He cussed out Kanye and Drake politely.
0: It was just like, oh, this is a shame. Y- y'all are getting on my nerves, Chad. I'm like, yes, because, well, y'all are annoying. It's like, he really don't be doing anything to nobody. He don't, he be just minding his business, but y'all can't just mind y'all's business. Ugh, y'all get on my damn nerves. Um, But yeah, I, I look, just go back and listen to The Love Below because my God, I love that album. Um.
1: Yeah, it's I'm I'm doing fantastic. I'm super happy whenever you can call whenever you're like, hey,
0: talk about comic book.
2: It's
0: like, hey, let's do this. Um, but yeah, we are back to talk about Spider-Man. So he gave you one, we can talk about the comic books. There's so many arts within comic books for Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, we're here to talk about the comic book Spider-Man. I'm not the character spider-man and i think for the most part we will talk about the movies that and the animated television show there actually are a lot of different um they had tv films Mm -hmm. for spider-man and it's just these are back in the 70s and 80s you guys so we're not gonna talk about that we're not gonna talk about that um because, well, okay. And there's also apparently a Japanese film yep. for Spider-Man. And I was like, that's from, again, from the 70s. So we're just going to talk about Spider-Man and the most recent. So apparently there are one, two, three, four different Spider-Man arcs groups of films I'm not exactly how sure how we want to discuss this but um yeah there's several different ones and I enjoy two and a half of them I just said four <laughs> um I enjoy two and a half of them the half is going to um andrew I don't oh, know damn. how many uh so can I just tell you the only person who knows that I hate I definitely hated the first set of Spider-Man films is literally my brother and my mother. They all know how I feel about those films. Yeah, fuck them. Um, I'm sorry, y'all.
1: They're great Peter Parker movies. They're not good Spider-Man movies.
0: Yeah, and I was sitting here like, now, I like Toby. Y'all know I like him, but there's no way in hell y'all kind of trying to sell me that he's a teenager when we start. I'm like, girl, fuck y'all. First of all, he's 45. Second of all, he's 45. Third of all, gonna, he's 45 not and like, not funny. We're not going to act like Kirsten
1: Dunst is a uh, good representat- representation of Mary Jane either.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she she can get this too. Listen here, Claudia. We don't want to see you in this role, okay? It's like, I, no. She was, she. I loved her as Claudia in Interview with the Vampire. She's fantastic. In these movies, and then to hear how surly she is about these movies, I'm like, yeah, this is why... This is when you know these movies are not as great, when people who are in it going, girl, the movies. So the first set of, the first recent, and I'm putting this in quotes, um, film, and I'm saying recent because there have been other films, but big budget action film was in 2002 with Spider-Man. So these films were directed by Sam Raimi. He has a couple of good um, he has a couple of good horror movies, you know. Uh, but the first one was Spider-Man and it's got like, Toby McGuire. Okay. You know, I'm trying to be nice. You know, growth, guys. I'm trying to be I
2: hated this
0: movie. But too much to um Wade's point, it's a great um Peter Parker movie, according to Wade. Yeah, throw the whole movie away. That's how I feel. One, it didn't seem like they had chemistry, him and uh, Kirsten Dunst. So that's the first thing. Um, And just, you know, (laughs) I can't say. Like it made a lot of money. And they're like, oh my God, this is great. I'm like, was it? Was it? Is it great? But we did get um, one. Shining Grace's about... For this movie was Rosemary Harris as Aunt May, loved her. Um, Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborne kind of liked him about a it. Um, James Franco as Harry. It's like I really liked Willem Dafoe in this movie. He did not phone it in. There's somebody who was a villain and phoned it in. We'll get to him shortly. Um, so the best part was the Osborns. They were the best part of these movies. I loved Willem Dafoe. I was like, I just loved him in this movie. I like, I thought he was great.
1: <sighs> You're not going to hear any um, argument for me specifically because there's a, a scene where Willem Dafoe is switching from his Green Goblin persona, mm-hmm. his Norman is the uh, weaker Norman Osborn persona, in the mirror, and watching him not just switch the, the cadence and the tone of his voice mm-hmm. but watching him like go from hunched over to standing up straight when he was in the mirror was masterful like it was incredible and just he was he may be the most he may be the person i'm excited for most with the spider-man no way home trailer um see movies
0: yeah yeah i agree oh i'm sorry the other shining star was jk simmons as j jonah jameson he was oh, yeah, fantastic right. as him. I was like, oh, I oh, I loved him. I'm like, yeah, I love J.K. Simmons. So two years later, we got another movie. <laughs> I will say, out of that trio of movies, the second one is the one that I genuinely liked, and it is because of Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. He was wonderful as Doc Ock. He was a great villain. He's the,
1: best. He's the only reason to watch that movie.
0: I'm just saying. He's the best part. And he was on it the whole time. Again, somebody else who didn't phone it in. um, You know, James Franco came back. I loved it. You know, I love Aunt May. Aunt May. Older Aunt May. I enjoyed her. So it was like, yeah. Again, don't have too much to say about this movie. Then the third one. (sighs) This is where they... What third one? um, Spider-Man 3. This is the one that came out in 2000. (laughs) this is so y'all this is how bad it is so i'm gonna tell you this one james franco is back as harry osborne and they're calling him new goblin but i'm like i feel like norman harry osborne wasn't called the new goblin wasn't he the hobgoblin or was he out of a
1: he's if if my memory serves me and i could be wrong at some point in time he was a green goblin, but he and he was like, you know, he could be there's been a, a bunch, there's been at least three or four green goblins. Mm-hmm. So he could have been the green goblin in this one, or maybe he was just the goblin. Yeah, I don't know if they called yeah. him Hobgoblin or everything, but I know like he was a goblin in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. And if we're being completely honest about it, who gives a shit? Pretty that much. movie Pretty was much. absolutely ass. Very the best part of that movie was the fight scene. Between Spider Man, uh, excuse me, Peter Parker Mm -hmm. and Harry um, Osborne in the Osborne compound. That was hands down the best part of that movie and the only reason to go back and watch it again.
0: Yeah. So, Jane Franco's back. They brought in Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman, girl. Um, Bryce (laughs) Dallas Howard as Gwen Stacy. What? Uh, And Topher Grace. As Eddie Brock slash Venom, and this is where I want to fight. I'm ready to go to 17 rounds with y'all ass. Get in the octagon, because I'm sorry, y'all are not selling Top- Topher Grace as Venom for me. It's like it's not wait, gonna wait, wait. work. So I was like, the Ew, on, what?
1: The woman from Jurassic Park was um, Gwen Stacy. Yes, I had to Google it. Yeah, I remember. I yeah, about, so
0: about. yes, yeah, she, yeah, she's Opie's daughter. and it's like when you think about it you're like wait what (laughs) like i mm. and the thing about it is the reason why we're basically slamming this movie because it made no fucking sense um the way they introduced venom it didn't make no sense either it was like what the hell y'all are just being ridiculous um thomas hayden church i just enjoy him however the, the the sandman character i was just sitting here like Girl, who ordered this? Send it back to the kitchen. Um, the funny thing about it is he did, and again,
1: this is a phrase that you'll hear me say a lot when it when it comes to mm-hmm. comic book movies or even movies in general.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He did the best he could with the material that was given. Correct.
0: So he didn't. Again, somebody else who didn't phone it in. I'm like, I don't. I believed him, but it was kind of like, I don't care about this character because it seemingly came out of nowhere. And Sandman yeah, has like, a better definition. He has a better arc than this. And I was like, Cha, what? <laughs> like, what?
2: Like, what is? Who movie,
0: ordered this? What is this, honey? There was too much going on and all that. Like that it movie should. It was too much. Happened. It was like, was it like two and a half hours? I'm like, this could have been a ninety minute movie if y'all really want to be honest. Because it was like. Y'all didn't, mind you, they didn't have to have two villains in this movie. I'm like, I'm so confused. Go ahead, sorry.
1: No, no, you're good. I I cut you off, so that's actually on me. But, like, the, they could have ended that movie when Tover Grace became Venom. Correct. And then slowed everything down, and to your point, an hour and a half. Let's just make this all about Sandman, and let's Mm -hmm. build up. For Venom. Another, yeah. And in a Probably would have had a better reception. We, they probably could have cut out the stupid dancing thing. And a dancing thing, everyone shits on. It's funny. It's like goofy. It's kind of awkward. Yeah. But it kind of adds to the whole uh, theme of everything going on.
0: Yeah.
1: But it yeah. suffered from something that Iron Man 2 suffered from. It was like too many
0: ingredients.
1: Too many ingredients. Yeah. Too many Too many
0: ingredients
1: um talking with me super woken my my best friend diddy we
0: mm-hmm. were having
1: a conversation about batman return they did it perfectly there's a bunch of different. there's
0: this is the one batman, yeah that's the batman. one with Catwoman yeah. and the penguin Max yeah shrimp. all these oh it was characters. fantastic because it's like Uh, and that shout out to Christopher Walken because it's like that is Lord Walken and it just worked they had three villains in that movie and I never felt like it was what there's way too many people no 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 I like all three of them being in because one they all tie together this don't tie together it's like I don't understand what what is this honey what is this and so I think that's the problem yeah go ahead no, I was just I was just, I
1: was just talking because I was agreeing with everything you said. Yeah,
0: because that's the problem. It's like it worked. It's really Batman was able to do dual or triple villains better than that Spider-Man could. Because it made mm-hmm. even with um, the Riddler and Two Face. Even though that Two Face was terrible, it was fine. It worked. <laughs> it's like Poison Ivy and Mister Freeze, not necessarily working, but also. I don't think Arnold was a bad Mr. Freeze. It's just that he worked with what the fuck he had because I'm like, why is Mr. Freeze silver?
1: So I'm going to say this and you and you may cut the recording off and kick me off the show and never oh let me no! record it. it.
0: You don't, um, say, don't you
1: I, bad mouth I, I Arnold. Oh no, I'm not going bad to mouth, bad, bad, mouth, bad mouth Arnold. I think Batman Forever, the one Val Kilmer, is the worst Batman movie ever created. I will, it's because it's I've Val watched, Kilmer.
0: He's, he, that's why he was at the bottom of my list. I'm like, yeah, yeah you get it. You I get, get it. it. It's like, it wasn't that good of a Batman. That is the one, because it was the villains. They were the best part. That is a problem in a Batman movie. Your villain shouldn't be like outshining you because Jim Carrey ate. He ate. He ate up scenery in that fucking movie. I'm like, oh, I believed it. Jim, Jim Carrey's a really good Batman villain. He was wonderful as the Riddler. He was as campy as you would think the riddler would be. I loved it. It's like, I love the villains in that movie. Val is like, yeah, it's a car, right? Chicks love the car. I'm like, yeah, that's your that's your claim to fame in this movie. And also Nicole Mid- Nicole Kidman, as much as I enjoy her. Girl, what is this, honey? <laughs> what it see, when this is not slander, Batman for <laughs> not to slander them. Let me leave them alone. Um so oh, the next oh the, it was just like the jim carrey was the best and even tommy lee jones's riddler was okay to, i'm sorry sorry two-faced thank you it was okay it just it yeah. wasn't, <laughs> like to quote salt and pepper that's not it. it it wasn't but the riddler what like jim carrey was the star of that movie And he committed and it was like, oh, oh, I loved it. So, yeah, this is not about how bad that movie is because, well, it's not great. But Jim Carrey is the best part of that whole movie. Literally him. It was like, yeah, we could have done with the bad part about it is we could have done without Two-Face, but I liked, see, that was the thing, the camaraderie between those two worked, even though Two-Face in general, it's like y'all rushed to explain it. It's like, don't make no sense. However, the camaraderie between those two worked. Yes. So, yeah. Okay, so the next set of Spider-Man movies, they they switched it up and called it The Amazing Spider-Man. And these were Mark Webb films.
1: And they were now homage to the comic book title, which is Spider-Man's run, which is called
0: The Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, so it wasn't like, so thank you for that. Because I was like, like, let's just change the name. I'm like, you mean like I, they did Superman Returns and that movie was ass? That movie was not ass. It was Dingleberries in the ass. Okay? It's like, fuck that movie. Sorry, we're not here to talk about Spider-Man. But yeah, this is from 2012 and there's the, the amazing Spider-Man and we had Andrew Garfield um, as Spider-Man. We had Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Um... We had, the villain we had was the lizard and it's played by Reese Ephens. I don't even remember what this man looks like. Um, And it, it didn't make no sense. Again, we had Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben. We had Sally Field as Aunt May. Now, I enjoy Sally Field, so I don't think their characters were egregious. It's just, to a certain extent, I like the idea of the lizard. I just didn't. It didn't work for me totally. But Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man than Tobey Maguire. Cause one, he was younger. It was like, I, so, I'm sorry, y'all. I hate to break it to you. I'm like, we need a teenager to be Spider-Man. I'm so sorry. Forty-five year old Tobey Maguire cannot be that. Y'all better put put a gray wig in his head and make him Uncle Ben. Cause no.
1: One of the things I loved Andrew Garfield as much as I did, it wasn't even just, like, he wasn't a great Peter Parker mm-hmm. from what it looks like in the comic books, but I thought he was fantastic with what he was. Yeah. Yes. And not even just, he was a different kind of Peter Parker. Yeah, He had a board He was still kind of an outcast, so he was a new version of the quote-unquote dork that everyone was supposed to, like, beat up and stuff like that. And I also love that there's uh, Flash where his flash uncle thompson. died yeah. He,
0: yeah oh sorry i'm thinking he, the character flash you're talking about when uncle ben died sorry
1: yeah like when flash thompson grabs when i um, was talking to him peter grabs him and slams him up against the wall and flash was like i get it i love the fact yeah. that even though he was a bully yeah it's still of a, a new age kind of thing where like even like the biggest of bullies can understand and be compassionate when it comes to, like, the loss of a life and stuff like that. So I love that part of it because as much as Flash is an asshole, he's still compassionate when it comes to certain things. Yeah. Now, when it comes to Amazing Spider-Man, the problem, in my personal opinion, when it comes to those movies Mm -hmm. isn't Andrew Garfield because I feel like Andrew Garfield actually loved doing what he did because we've Mm -hmm. seen him on multiple occasions just show up in a Spider-Man costume and then surprise people. Like, "Oh shit, that's Andrew Garfield. And as someone who reads humbooks and loves these movies, I appreciate the things like that because it shows me that you actually care about what you're doing. You don't necessarily have to be a method actor, because I feel like a lot of method actors end up being douchebags. Yeah. But like Andrew
0: Val Garfield, Kilmer. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the, the best, thing Val Kilmer, best thing Val Kilmer ever did was in mm. um, uh, with When it comes to Andrew Garfield, like he really did feel like he enjoyed everything that he did and i appreciate that i mm-hmm. appreciate that even after losing the the role he still embraced it because he understands that people love him for who he is he, he yeah. understands that he loves yeah. like that like, he understands and appreciates that people are like well to me you were a good spider-man i love yeah. that yeah. that part of me really just looks at it and goes you know what i rocks with you because of that the the mm. lizard wasn't a bad idea right the first amazing spider-man movie had didn't really need to focus on the villain because the best part biggest part about that was Peter Parker becoming spider man learning how it be how learning to be that and then the uh the moment where he messes his ankle up and he had to web it up
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he's running he's running and he misses the scaffolding mm-hmm only to catch it from the construction workers, I thought that was a really deep moment because there have been times in the comic books where people realize that Spider Man is our hero, even mm-hmm. in, in the Miles Morales uh, Spider Man game. Mm-hmm. One of the things they harped on and kept talking about, which I loved, Miles Morales is our Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man is a hero to New York, right? Yes, you have the Avengers, but the Avengers are earth's mightiest heroes the avengers are there to protect humans from threats mutants, and threats from you know what i mean so there's right spider-man is our friendly neighborhood Mm spider-man and
0: while
1: luke cage is hero for hire he protects harlem Mm -hmm. that's his part of the world spider-man his neighborhood is new york altogether so i like that they came to they um everyone came in was like we're gonna help you get to where you need to go so that was absolutely dope so, the idea of the lizard being the main villain isn't necessarily a takeaway because it's, this was probably the first real Spider Man movie we saw. Mm-hmm. But,
0: <laughs> there is a but. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <not> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Everything not involving Andrew Garfield and
0: Emma Stone. Mm. wasn't good yeah so fun fact i totally forgot that paul giamatti is in this and he played Rhino. That's fine. That's fine. i was like i'm like huh i don't remember this person i'm like i don't even remember but i haven't watched well, it's from 2012 but i really haven't I'm like it's not one of these movies that i go back i'm like i gotta watch this i i don't so i tell a low and i like paul giamatti i really do i just i don't care <laughs> it was like this it's so disjointed I'm sorry Paul Giamatti is not in the first one he's in the second one sorry I'm looking yes. at the wrong screen so in the amazing Spider-Man 2 <clears throat> Andrew's back Emma's back Sally Field is back <clears throat> we have we um, oh, wait, um, Jamie Foxx um, so Jamie Foxx as Electro is the person I'm talking about was phoning this shit in I did not believe him because Bolt Giamatti is Rhino in the second movie. Um, Apparently uh, we got Harry Osborn and I guess it was the birth of the Green Goblin. Yuck. Which was like, I don't, I didn't like this movie because I'm like, it didn't, it didn't make sense to me. It's like, I need, if look, I watch rock movies guys. Okay. I watch the rocking movies and they're like, Oh my God, this movie didn't make sense. I don't give a goddamn. It's the rock. I'm like, I have no problem with his movies. Not making sense. I need a Spider-Man movie to make sense. And it kind of didn't make sense. And it didn't help that your main villain that or who you were trying to make the main villain looked like he phoned in in the exact same time. And I was disappointed in Jamie Foxx. I'm like, uh, girl, it's like you knew it was like you knew the writing was on the wall because y'all over advertised for this movie. I'm like, this movie's gonna be bad. <laughs> it's like, oh no. It's like the way that they were hyping it up. I'm like, this movie is about to be bad. Was really even worse about, really bad.
1: We look at Jamie Foxx and he's one of our he's one of our um premier actors. Correct. And the reason I think he phoned it in is because he looked at the script and was like, Y'all what are way too
0: much. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's like I see him phoning in, but it's like, at this point, pay the man, like, that's fine. He has a whole Oscar under his belt and he's very talented. So it's like, he's another one where it's not necessarily all on him. It's also the source material that the, the arts that they in- created for these films, it it didn't, it was amazingly bad. <laughs> it's like, y'all, you got too much source material. This is not Game of Thrones when homeboys stop writing the books. Y'all yeah. have the comic books. There's no excuse. And it's kind of like, I need to know why y'all didn't just edit. I am just mentioning the Green Goblin, Rhino, and Electro. That's three people. Y'all could have cut two of those people out. Because Electro's arc made no sense because I'm like, he's so nice and all of a sudden he get electrocuted and he become a, a, a villain. I am confused. Why? What? Let's call <laughs> like, it like it is. What? Jamie Foxx Fox is a Tony away from
1: being an EGOT.
0: Hello? Please let's get... And and it's, that's the thing. It's going to happen. I don't know when, but it's going to happen.
1: Jamie Foxx can sing. He can act. I don't know if mm-hmm. he can dance realistically like they can one of the things i've noticed with a great producer and a great director and a great creative staff you can hide a person's faults mm-hmm. when Kristen stewart was on saturday Night live it was a great show but they know she's not a strong actress. so what they she's did they they hid her around a bunch of other funny things correct and they played her strength and they played and they hid her weaknesses so even let's just say for schisting giggles jamie fox can't dance let's just say that he can't right it won't matter because the right creative team will play to all his many strengths they did not do that in here so correct even if they did the whole even let's say they went the whole route with him being an insecure janitor what the fuck was up with his hair
0: it was you just like me- i don't understand i'm like was he supposed to be a scientist? He was the mailman. He was mopping up poop on the floor. I'm like, y'all, y'all need to fix this. What the, like, what the hell are y'all trying to say about this man? I'm like, I don't understand how y'all wrote this. I'm like, it's dumb. And it's like, so there are it's, st- it's disappointing. Story arcs,
1: there are story arcs where he was a sympathetic um, blue collar worker. There, okay. there is a storyline with that. But it was like, you guys... They went overboard with it. Mm. And, then, and then you add, so Harry Osborn added zero to that. Even mm. the end of the movie where when Stacy dies, I get that it's a Green Goblin thing, but you've already removed so much from the comic book source material that it didn't have to be Harry Osborn. to did all this.
0: right? And Let's my, call it like So it. apparently this is what he was supposed to be. An electrical engineer. I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't I'm sorry. I I I can't even talk about this anymore. Not because but it's like I'm it's actually making me mad all over again. I'm like, this is some bullshit. This is some <sighs> all right. <laughs> I was just, just like, I cannot believe this. It's like when I look at this, I'm like, on paper, this should work. And it didn't work on film. You're a movie. It has to work on film and not on paper. It's like, I need y'all. What the, what the hell? What the hell? So after those, because we got 2012 and 2014, The Amazing Spider-Man. It's was like, girl, what the hell are you doing? They ne- then folded Spider-Man into the MCU and then comes... Tom Holland, my man, man. Spider Man. So, Tom Holland is the for me. I'm like, y'all can fight y'all mamas if you want. Don't fight me, don't at me, don't do nothing. Tom Holland is the best Spider Man because he also is the best Peter Parker. He is Peter Parker and Spider Man. He's the best Mm -hmm. one out of all of these folks. Andrew Garfield was a better Spider Man, Toby was a better. Peter. And then you got him where it's like, yeah, he's a young kid. He's got the smart ass mouth and he's also extremely smart and he's a great Spider-Man. I believe Tom Holland as Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Yeah. Both of them. It was just like, y'all, what in the hell? So folding him into the MCU was very seamless because of Iron Man. So for everybody, before his standalone movies, he was in The Avengers. And it was like, oh, shoot, I kind of like him in this. Because mm-hmm. he came in for Civil War. And it worked. It just worked. I don't know why it worked, but it just did. Because it's like, you get nervous. Like, yeah, the Spider-Man y'all had before, all of them didn't just work. And this one works. It's like, he he worked. So it was kind of like the same thing they did with Black Panther, They did with Spider-Man. It's like, we're going to introduce you to these characters. And by the way, they're getting your own movies. Thank you, because this is what we need. Spider-Man came out before Black Panther, though. And it was kind of like, it wasn't just that, oh, we got a Black superhero. Y'all introduced a lot of people to them already. So it was kind of like, yeah, I kind of like Tom. So his standalone movie, it just worked. And it was just great. Because we also had the buy-in of Robert Downey Jr.'s on Iron Man. Mm-hmm. It just worked. So in this movie, we um we had Tom Holland as Peter Parker. You have Zendaya as MJ. Oof, the goddess. And it was just like, you know, people, I'm on MJ is not white. Oh my God, this is a comic book character.
1: This is not like, and this is here's the thing I don't think people understand when it comes to combo character and races and sex and things like that. Mm-hmm. There are certain characters, and I personally feel that there are certain characters that need to remain the race that they are. T'Challa has to remain black, yeah. Captain America has, excuse me, Steve not Captain America, Steve Rogers, Steve Rogers, yeah, needs to be white, yeah, she needs to be, be Asian. Asian. And I know how people um, talk about this. I feel that Danny Rand needs to be white as well. And it's specifically, hello, that that
0: stuff about Iron Fist. I'm like, no, no, I hear it, I see it, because <laughs> I'm like, like the
1: Ugh. yeah, the relationship he has with Luke Cage doesn't have the same effect mm-hmm. if it's a rich Asian male. Now, because it's a rich white male mm-hmm. with a black with a with a black man who grew up and understands the what what um the impact Luke Cage had on Danny Rand's life doesn't mean the same if it's an Asian, if it's an Asian man.
0: Right. You
1: know what I mean, so there are, there are levels of this shit. I truly believe that Logan should be a short white man, short white Canadian man. Uh-huh. Cause it's something, it's something that points to it. Like when he talks about, when everyone calls him American, like you can't look at a black man and go, you're American. And then be like, no, I'm Canadian. Cause it doesn't really kind of track like that. But like when people look at him and go, Oh, you're just American. He goes, first off i'm canadian (laughs) you know what i mean and it's funny and it hits different because he's proud of his his nationality which is fun fact people as um mocha as uh the magnificent and marvelous mocha minute said earlier (laughs) there's a difference between nationality and race correct and all of those things actually fucking matter when you're coming to certain things correct so the idea of certain characters, when it comes to Spider-Man stuff like that, and don't get me started on people who are mad at Miles Morales. You all, y'all can go fuck all the way off. Yeah, there's a certain thing that goes into Peter Parker being a lower middle class white male. Correct. Correct. He, there's a there's a lot that goes into it. There's probably some subconscious stuff that I'm not even thinking about that goes into it. But let's call it like it is. Yeah, it worked. Right, it he worked. Can't,
0: he can't be some rich white dude. Not Spider Man. No, no, baby.
1: There got to be some little
0: struggle to his story.
1: Exactly. So there was a time when I I, met, I may have mentioned this earlier. I'm not sure who's recording at the time. Mm-hmm. But when Peter Parker was taken over, his brain and body was taken over by Otto Octavius, mm. and in that time, Peter Parker became rich. He had more money than Tony Stark, mm. and he. Had, and he had his own company. Mm-hmm. Now, when Otto Octavius realized that he wasn't doing the job that Peter Parker did, he mm-hmm. brought Peter Parker back in. And for a while, Peter Parker had all that money, had all that power, and had all the technology. And I said to myself, as soon as I saw this, I was like, "Ooh, his downfall is going to be awful because there's a mm. thing called the, there's a thing called the Parker Luck." Whenever something happens, trust and believe something bad is. Whenever something good happens, trust and believe something bad is going to happen to mm-hmm. Peter as goes on. Mm-hmm. Well, so, excuse me. Sure enough, it did. A lot of bad stuff happened almost immediately after. But that's part of what goes on with him, because he's supposed to be. He can't be, as you said, he can't be Tony Stark. He can't be T'Challa. He can't be Reed Richards in oh, right. these comic book universes. Right. So when spider-man far from home came out and he got all this money he got all this like the super suit doesn't no, you know what let's let's not even get into that yet let's go back to the conversation that peter parker had with tony stark and this was the moment i said to myself tony stark is the best combo character we've seen in a movie in terms of like acting hero and mm-hmm. development evolution right when he popped out when he was like you can't even be here to have this conversation and i and then tony stark pops out of it spider-man was like oh shit and tony stark checked him and took okay. his suit away and he said if you don't if you can't be a hero without the suit you don't deserve it and that is everything that spider-man is supposed to be because he's supposed to be this guy yeah. out the suit he's supposed to be this guy who does all this amazing stuff in spite of not having nothing. Correct. And this is why they got the story right in the first Spider-Man movie because he had to earn everything that he had. Like and when he Correct. started
0: he it just wasn't given to him. Like he's super smart, but it still was like he ain't have the capital to do all of this. He had to earn it. That's it. It's like it. I, I need y'all to earn it and he needed to earn it. So so also we got we got the Latinx Flash Thompson, which I didn't hear a lot of people having a problem with and y'all shouldn't, but I actually kind of liked him as Flash. I also liked the best friend of Ned. I was like, yeah, I kind of like how diverse this movie truly is. It's like, uh, yeah, it's not just a whole bunch of white people walking around, which, okay. But for me, I'm like, yeah, I like seeing how diverse this movie was. Um, yeah. And also Michael Keaton as the vulture. I'm like, I was screaming laughing. I'm like, this is great that here he is coming over to um the MCU from DC to eat up scenery. And quite frankly, he did.
2: It's it like was, I, it I totally,
0: I totally believed him as was, the vulture. Well, a lot of it had to do with the fact
1: that he wasn't, he was a he was a villain. So let's call it like it is. Mm-hmm. He really did. The fear of God into Peter Parker when he found out he was Spider Man. Yeah. But let's look at, at where he's coming from. If someone's taking money out of the, if someone's taking food out of the mouth of your family, how are you going to react to that? Correct. I think he reacted accordingly. Yeah. And I'm not, and, say and, that I, if, and I
0: loved Leela Rashawn, okay? I'm like, excuse me. I love that Michael Keaton had a whole black wife. I'm all for it. I'm all, was it Mike? Is it Leela Rashawn? Right, you that? Know, I'm awful with um I'm trying to think with- I have to look at her again. I'm just like, who is I feel like that was I have to find the cast list, but I could have swore it was Leela Rashawn. I'm like, oh, this is great. I absolutely love this. And also Donald Glover was in this movie. I was like, what uh, in the hell? So apparently he played well, Aaron Davis so and he's supposed to be the uncle of Miles Morales. Yep. <laughs> girl I'm like this is a lot going on but again y'all have a lot you have the rich <laughs> material right I'm sitting here like y'all pulling stuff out but the thing about it is y'all got the shit to do it cause y'all are act- it's like when Marvel gets their hands on their properties they care about the characters so that is giving me hope about when X-Men comes like fully there that you'll actually do the care because y'all will care about these characters, not care about just putting out a movie. They also aged down Aunt May. (laughs) It's like they aged her up because she's young. I'm like, first of all, Mercy told me it's super fine, but people were upset about that. They're like, why are you making Aunt May so young? And it's like... Peter's... Seven Peter's supposed to be like 16, Seven, 17. 17. It's kinda like she wouldn't be 85 years old. That's not his great aunt May.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's um Garcelle Bouveau, uh Bouvet, um, as you said.
0: Really? It's Garcelle?
1: Garcelle Bouvet. Oh! Uh, Doris T-
0: Come on, fancy. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Yeah, she was um she was uh, Doris Toombs in the Spider-Man movie.
0: Oh my gosh. How why did I think it was Leo Sean Oh, I love it. I'm I'm all for this. I am all for this.
1: Um But since we're here, and one of the things i another thing that I want to point out with this movie is mm-hmm. how much Spider-Man, how hard Spider-Man was trying to fit in.
2: Yeah. And
1: it's one of the things that one of the random things that Spider-Man, when he was in the comic books, he didn't want to be part of, he didn't want to be a super, he didn't want to be part of a superhero team. Like he was offered the he was offered an Avenger spot. He kept saying no because he didn't think he was part of the team. So I think it was mm-hmm. kind of cool that they had this whole idea of him going I want to be, like, I want to be part of this. So it was a different take on it, and and I don't know if any, I actually didn't hear anybody talk about the, um, how different it was from the comic books, but I kind of liked it because, like, how much he wanted to be loved.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and Like, kind of Spider-Man kind of just, he hates it, like, you know, he hates being he hates the way people despise him. Mm. Because all he's doing is he's just trying to do the right thing. He wants to just help people. And one of my favorite moments in Spider-Man history, one um, in Spider-Man comic books, was in an ultimate Spider-Man comic book, where someone threw something at him, like threw like a bottle or something at him, and he mm-hmm. caught it, and he put it down, and he goes, I just want to point out that I saved you, and I didn't even make fun of that hideous hat you're wearing, and then swung away, and I was like, that's fucking
0: great. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. And to so your
1: point about him being the perfect Spider-Man and the perfect Peter Parker, is because he still balanced that awkwardness that needed to be that need to be loved. That um, I know I said awkward one awkward once again, but not just awkward around like everyone else, but like when MJ started like poking fun of him, and he was like, uh, I don't know I don't know what to do here, girl that I uh, girl that I find attractive, you know what I mean, and even when he put his costume on and Marissa Tomei walked in, she goes, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I thought Mm -hmm. all of that was, all of that kind of um, came back to what makes people love Spider-Man because they maintain that innocence or lack, or that, you know, this. it reminded everyone how they would react if they were a teenager and had to maintain the secret.
0: Right. That part. It's like, yeah, that's it. That's what, I just i don't know what it it just with tom holland it was like y'all finally got this right because y'all had several different iterations we'll get to miles morales in a minute but when it comes to the peter parker spider-man y'all it's like y'all it's it's just my opinion i'm pretty sure people agree with me but they finally got it right with tom holland when it comes to peter parker and spider-man it's like i need him to be both not just one or the other But it's like, y'all finally got it right. Because one, the thing about it is, it's like, I don't think the other Spider-Mans were in the MCU, because I don't think the MCU was a thing (laughs) yet. Even though I think Iron Man came out around or within years of the amazing Spider-Man movies, but still they hadn't folded him in yet. Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. Yeah,
0: so it's kind of like, y'all finally folded Spider-Man in, in a way that it's supposed to be, because I think, Um, This is a sidebar to the cartoon. So in the cartoon Spider-Man that used to come on when I was a kid, um, he had ties to X-Men
2: through Wolverine
0: Mm -hmm. and he had ties to Blade. And it was like, I don't know how y'all going to do this with Blade because Blade is also Marvel. So, you know, my boy is going to be it. Um, Mahershala (laughs) Ali. So it's kind of like, this is going to be very interesting to watch him become blade but i'm hoping it's the same effect as robert downey jr becoming iron man because you know they ain't want his ass they're like why y'all let that crackhead be iron man I'm like so first of all because he was in less than zero and he was high and he ate up the scenery in less than zero he was still acting he was a functioning drug addict and he yeah. killed in less than zero if y'all have not seen that movie i suggest y'all watch it it's amazing He's but old. I also think a
1: lot of part of with um with Spider-Man into something so I want to piggyback on something you said is like the fact that Spider-Man has connections to almost everybody in them in um, Marvel Comics in general like there's a the Fantastic Four and one mm-hmm. of his first, first issues he wanted to be part of the Fantastic Four just kind of I forget why but I feel like it was kind of helped That's his image he and kind of
0: helped
1: to try to like Become a better person. Like he has a connection to the X Men specifically because Wolverine, mm-hmm. and a lot of it, a lot of it is because Marvel knows that they're two of the most popular characters they have. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that one, um, the person who wrote Invincible, the comic book,
2: mm-hmm. did a
1: Marvel team up thing, mm-hmm. and in one of the issues, he go, and like Spider Man and Wolverine are fighting somebody, and he goes, "Yeah, maybe we should have um, talked to each other instead of fought." And then one of them goes, Why do we always do that? And it's funny because it's a hint too, because whenever the two of them meet, they have mm-hmm. to fight. Yeah. They've been teammates together. They actually respect the hell out of each other. And but they're just two different characters who solve problems two different ways, even though they're they're more alike than different. But yeah. then there's Blade. There's a connection to Blade and the common lead. Yeah. You can go research that. But then it comes like Morbius and just things, things of that yeah. nature. Yeah. There was a rumor going around that Blade was going to pop up either in Spider-Man: Far From Home mm-hmm. or Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm, okay. How, however, it happens, I don't know how Mashallah Ali is going to portray Blade. Yeah. But he is so good at what he does mm-hmm. that I'm willing to wait and see what happens.
0: Yeah, I am too. Because the thing about it is, is that um, the first movies of Blade with um, Wesley, there was no MCU. However, Blade is a really good movie because it's kind of like, it didn't remind me of a comic. I didn't know it was a comic book until like a few months after I saw it. All I thought was, it's a vampire movie. Vampires are one of my favorite, um, that's my favorite horror genre are vampire movies. Yes. So it's kind of like, Then it says, a comic book. I'm like, it's a comic book. And then you look at it just going, huh, okay. So now it's like, I want to see what my Herschel is going to do. Cause I I don't know. And I didn't research to see if people were like, oh yeah, Wesley could do it. It's like, I don't know if anybody had a problem with him. It's like, I don't think so. It's kind of like, yeah, uh, he's all for this shit. So I want to see how, Most notably, the action part of Blade is going to work with Mahershala Ali. I feel like he's going to take enough care and time to actually get into the role. I'm just, I'm not sure, you know? It's like, I'm just sitting here like, yeah, I don't know. But again, we had Simu Liu as Shang-Chi and I'm watching him in Kim's Convenience and I'm just sitting here like, is this the same guy who's playing? Like, I mean, he's very straight man in the show, but it's still like, yeah, y'all sold me on him being Shang-Chi. Y'all, y'all really did. Like, I could see it. Um, So the sequel, like, Home isn't all the, car- the titles, but the first Spider-Man with Tom Holland was called Spider-Man Homecoming. The second one is Spider-Man Far From Home. And the thing about it is I enjoyed the sequel. So you had Tom back. You had Zendaya back as MJ because it was like, um, her name is not Mary Jane. It's Michelle Jones. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, all right. Um, and I forgot it's to funny, mention it. that's their way of getting up. If someone goes, well, she's not Mary, Mary Jane, Jane Watson. Right? And it's like, you're right. Her name is Michelle Jones in this movie. So there's that. Um, I forgot to mention John Favreau's Happy, which I've always loved, is literally the comedic stuff we needed in John Favreau, Favreau, who, guys, was the director of the first Iron Man movie. And, and then they just kept him because we like him so i love the fact that he was flirting with aunt may the entire time i'm like i just want to go to their wedding because this is great i ship aunt may and happy okay i i ship them so um you had jb smooth in this movie who he eats up scenery anywhere he goes mm-hmm. he definitely he was supposed to be a special guest and curb your enthusiasm and they kept his ass it's like oh he's too funny we 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 don't need the rest of the black family we can just have him he can stay we can we, we can keep him because i i totally totally love him um we had back jacob batalon so that's the person who plays ned i love his um character of ned and of course aunt may is back and then you bring in more tie-ins so we had nick fury so sam jackson or oh, Samuel L. Jackson, let me say it really um properly, and Kobe Smolders as Maria Hill. So then we have the well, they, were kind of, they were kind of Nick, they were kind of Nick Fury and kind of Maria Hill. Kind of, you know what I mean? It's kind of like you had those characters in there. Cause I think were they supposed to be the krill? Yeah, yeah,
1: They're supposed they were Skrulls.
0: Okay, Skrill. Skrulls or Skrill. I'm sorry.
1: Skrull. S-K-R-U- It's like scroll with an R.
0: Skrull. Okay. Um so, yeah, so we had kind of those things that, again, we have another tie-in, but we have Happy still, so that still is a Avengers tie-in, but also this movie takes place after, the, after is it? After Endgame. After Endgame. So after Tony Stark passed away. So mm-hmm. this is after that, and it was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel, Um and it was so funny when they talk about the um trailer. If you have not seen Endgame, don't watch this trailer.
1: It's like, wait, what? It's like, oh, they gave people a warning. Huh? And they
0: gave
1: people a love warning, but like, yo,
0: you need to watch this movie before you watch this trailer because you, uh, it's going to be definitely spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert Iron Man is dead. <laughs> so this is, it is prevalent. In the trailer, and then we also got Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. So you know, I...
1: yeah. So let me just so let me just say this:
0: mm-hmm.
1: I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was going to be asked. Same. I'm I'm a Jake Gyllenhaal fan,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I was like, "How the fuck are y'all going to do this?"
0: Correct.
1: And then I watched it, and I went wow
0: yeah i kind of liked him but i think when it came to him being the villain it was a little bit too it was a little predictable but it's not in a way yeah. like it's ruining the movie it's kind of like he's not a good guy is he it, especially like, the way
1: they made him the villain
0: yeah because it was kind of like oh okay and i'm like he's really a bad guy isn't it and it just worked and like even though it was like girl i could have predicted this i see it coming but it was more like i'll allow it it's like it's fine it's it's fine because this is fine this is fine um and then at the end of this movie it turned into he let everybody know he was spider-man and then it was like wait what the hell is going on um and then the third movie is coming out believe in december yep so spider-man no way home is coming out the trailer has come out the trailer is awesome i'm very very excited um, I almost
2: cheered up I I'm was just like this is part.
0: going to be great because here's the I'm loving this so here is the other tie-in to the Avengers. Dr Strange and Wong are both going to be in this movie um I'm very excited about this. also they're bring yeah so I don't remember seeing him in the um in the trailer. I did see Alfred Molina, who was Doc Ock, but Jamie Fox is reprising his role as Electro in this movie. But uh, he good news see for you. Blue.
1: Good news for you. His hair actually looks right.
0: Oh, good. Okay. And was he in the trailer, and I dismissed it because I don't remember seeing him in the trailer. Um, because I don't, I don't remember seeing him in the trailer. I'll,
1: I'll, um, I'll send you. I'll actually I was about to send you. Um. Image in a couple okay.
0: Of seconds. Okay, because I was like, I'm looking at this, going, wait, because basically all of the principal cast is returning. Tom Hollands and Dea, um, John Favreau is back, yay! Jo- Jacob Batalon is back, Marissa Tarme, JB's move is coming back to this movie too. I'm like, let me tell you something. Yeah, people keep him in movies because he eat up scenery. It's like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm absolutely loving this I'm loving it I'm loving the callback with Doc Ock and Electro two different Spider-Man clusters of movies and they're both in this I'm like this is amazing and I cannot wait I-, I I can't so I'm very excited this comes out in December I went to see Shang-Chi in the movie theaters and I will be in the movie theater to watch The Eternals and Spider-Man that's fine um it's like, yeah, that'll get me in the movie theater. It's, it's just Marvel movies. So I think-
1: Just, just um, so everyone knows, my birthday is November 7th. So if someone wants to uh, cash at me to send me money to go see the channels. Uh, I'm all for <laughs> it.
0: I'm excited. <laughs> the, the trailer was good. I like Gemma. I like Gemma Chan.
1: So I'm all- I have February. not watched the most recent trailer. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I talked about this on uh, an episode of my the Culture Comic Book News podcast. hmm I don't give a shit about Teen Turtles. <laughs> I'm gonna go I, see it. I'm probably I'm yeah. going to go see it in theaters, but I didn't watch that last trailer because honestly, I don't care. I'm gonna go see it, and I'm mm. gonna go see it in theaters because it's my birthday weekend. But I'm being completely honest about things.
0: Mm. <laughs> So the thing about it is, that's how, I so it's interesting. The movies that I go in blind about with Marvel are the ones that I've enjoyed the most. So Shang-Chi, I definitely like, well, actually kind of like Black Panther, I went in blind because I didn't read the comics. I didn't have too much source, at least for me as somebody who's not a comic book reader, I didn't have a lot of source material about Black Panther, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Shang-Chi. And all three of these movies I enjoyed. The second, Guardians of the Galaxy, I have thoughts about, but that's neither here nor there. We we, can have a whole conversation about that as well. That is a whole different conversation, but it was like those movies that I'm going in blind, which means I have no thought about who the fuck they're supposed to be, I've enjoyed. So hopefully the Eternals will give me the feels that Guardians of the Galaxy did. Because I was like, yeah, I, I hope so. And to a certain extent... Um, Black Panther and Shang-Chi. Even though Black Panther was introduced in a Captain America movie, I still don't have source material And Shang-Chi. Everybody's like, I don't know who the heck it is. And what we had was a tie-in from the Mandarin. So that was, so it's kind of like, oh, good Lord. Because as soon as I saw the logo, I went, oh, that's who he's supposed to be. Um, but y'all, we're actually, because Wade is somebody who's super busy. He's booked and busy, y'all. So we didn't get to Miles Morales and into this the Spider-Verse, which honestly. I, mean, I'm not gonna it's,
1: lie, I, I got another 10 minutes. Okay. I thought to my wife, we can get into that. I okay. I will absolutely for the greatness and the perfection that but is into, into
0: the spider verse. I saw so, so I didn't go see this, but I heard everybody talk about it. When I finally watched it, I was like, I'm in love with this movie. This is so damn good. It was an animated movie. It was so good. It was so good. And it just it's so much that they got right out of a present-day black kid in New York City. Mm-hmm. It's like there's so much they got right about this movie. But go mm-hmm.
1: ahead. I just want to point out that in it's funny because all I'm gonna do is just harp on the other things that you just said. The idea that they made him different from the comic books, but added on to the fact that he is not only just black, but he's also Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. So they added the fact that he has both sides of the, both sides of the coin. Like he can, um, he can pass as black, but he also embraces his Latinx heritage. Mm-hmm. So when he, so his mom, who's who's voiced by Rosa Perez, starts talking to him in Spanish, he talks to her back in Spanish. Mm-hmm. In the comic books, when people talk about him being black, he'll go and Spanish. Like he makes the Mm, point to let them know I'm not just black. I'm proud of both sides of my heritage. Now, it's funny for people because when my wife first heard about Miles Morales, she was in love with him. And she was like, We need a Miles Morales movie now. And I said to her, I agree with you, but we need the Peter Parker story first. And she was like, Why? And I said, You can't tell the Miles Morales story, and it'd be important without the Peter Parker story. And then she saw into the Spider-Verse and she understood. Okay. Now, the funny thing about all of that was is my wife is mixed. So she, when she saw that how much he embraced both sides of his lineage and his heritage and all that, she loved it. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man being who he is and just like, just Miles, Mor- Miles Morales being who he is, he is an important character to anybody who's both Black, Latinx mixed or just anybody who just feels that like they're not, like they're under the guise of something that may be bigger than them. Mm-hmm. The Spider-Man lineage is a huge deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When Miles Morales entered the 616 universe, was the regular Marvel Comics universe, for him it was an honor for Peter Parker to be like, you are Spider-Man. So I read that and I understood what he was coming from because that is a huge deal. Like like mm-hmm. in his universe, before he switched over, his Spider-Man died, but who wasn't really dead. But Aunt May and Gwen Stacy were okay with him being Spider-Man. So that's a big deal because he was given the name from the people closest to him and were like, we're okay with you doing that. Mm -hmm. So him switching over to this other universe, it was also okay. And I bring that up specifically because you have these fuckboys, these incels, who X-23, Laura Kinney, is Wolverine. She's not X-23 anymore. She's Wolverine. If it goes, she's not Wolverine, Logan is Wolverine. No, they're both Wolverine. Let's cut that shit the fuck out right now. There are multiple Hulks, there are multiple Batgirls, there are multiple spider man There can be more than one Wolverine. And especially the fact that one of the writers who said something and they go, "Oh, so you're a Wolverine," and Laura was like, "No, I am Wolverine," and Logan looked at her and goes, "At a girl," because he knew that's mm-hmm. his daughter. But like, like, um, genetically, that's his daughter, and he's right. proud of her that she's standing up for herself. So, miss me with that shit about how Miles Morales isn't Spider Man. Fuck all the way off. He's Spider-Man, but he's a different Spider-Man. He is, and I'm going to say it again, like we talked about earlier, when it comes to the video game, he's my Spider-Man. He's Mm, our Spider-Man. Okay, My Spider-Man looks like me. Yeah, My Spider-Man represents Black, he represents Latinx, he represents the hood. That's what's important to a lot of people, and I think that's the part that people forget. Representation is fucking important. So when he ends talking about, so he was talking about, we're losing our culture. No, the fuck, you're not. You're not. Like, um, there will always, there will always be an American superhero, right? Fact of the matter. But your favorite heroes, Captain America, the son of two immigrants. Superman isn't from this world. So yeah, you got Batman. But fun fact for you, Batman will knock a homophobic person out. And then tell him, to, he'll, he'll beat a, a homophobic person out and go, cut that shit the fuck out. And if you keep acting like this, I'm going to come back and do it again. So your favorite superheroes are progressive. So yeah. stop that shit the fuck now.
0: Um, so, okay. So I want to give you this. So Rosie Perez was not the voice of no, Mother's mother. It's Lauren Velez. Why do I know that name? So she was on Oz. She paid a nurse on Oz. She was on New York Undercover. Um...
1: Oh yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. She was on Dexter as well. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't watch Dexter, thank so for you, me you, it you, was just you, like I remember her from Oz in New York Undercover. But y'all, Oz—if y'all haven't done a rewatch, do the rewatch, but also listen to Rashani's podcast on it as well. So do both. Um, so this is the interesting thing about the cast. Now this is all vote. This remember, guys, we said it's animated. So Shamik Moore was Miles Morales. Uh, Chris Pine. Was one of the Because there's several different Peter Parkers in this movie. Chris he Pine was the Pied first Peter Parker.
1: One. Yes, he was so he
0: one. he was the blonde one. So he, Chris Pine, is in this movie. Haley Sein, Steinfeld, Steinfeld, yes, yeah, Steinfeld is was Gwen Stacy. Mahershala Ali played his mm-hmm. uncle Aaron Davis. Uh-huh. Brian Tyree Henry, who you will see in the Internals, and also he I is Paperboy. He he's was going his to be father.
1: a fucking star. He's a star he now. He is, but he's an a Star oh, is gonna get even brighter and I can't
0: wait. I can't wait either. So Brian Tyree Henry played his dad. Lily Tomlin was Aunt May in one of she was the Aunt May and Peter B. Parker because it's different ones. Zoe Kravitz played Mary Jane Watson and one of the other ones. She played um Peter Parker, because in Miles's um universe, Peter Parker is dead. I didn't know that. I didn't know she played Joey Peter Parker's widow, wife in Miles's universe, and Peter B. Parker's ex-wife in his universe. It was like, okay, so it's different. Um, let's see. John Mulaney was Peter Porker, because they also yeah. had a pig in here. Y'all should have named him Spider Pig, but it's Spider Ham. Okay, girl. Um, Nicolas <laughs> Cage played Spider-Man Noir. Noir. I said, what the hell is going on? You haven't mentioned here? my man yet. You haven't mentioned my man from New Girl yet. Um, So Jake Johnson? Yes. He played Peter B. Parker. I said, what the hell? This this voice cast is crazy to me. It really is. Um, and let's see, Leif Shriver played the Kingpin. And mm-hmm. Catherine Hahn, who was, it was Agatha all along. She was Doc Ock. Olivia Jesus. Octavius. <laughs> fantastic. So it's fantastic. like this thing is ridiculous. There's a lot of other different because it's it's a it's a huge cast because it was several different universes coming together as one. But oh, into the spider-verse yeah. is amazing. I
1: just want to point out that Marvin uh Crondon Jones the third, who also played um Tobias and Black Lightning, played Tombstone in this as well.
0: Ooh, see, look at this. It's like if y'all literally google this cast it's a lot of people like she's in it he's in it she's in it. apparently post malone is in here and it's like what well at least we don't have to look at him because he doesn't look like he washes um i'm sorry for everybody he's a post malone he like he smells like fan. i'm sorry i can he smell looks like
1: smells like a- we've all been to that one person's house who has the brother or sister who pees the bed he looks like the person who pees the bed uh,
0: also Did I say Donald Glover was also in this movie? He was also in this. He played Troy Barnes. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Um, Troy Barnes? Yeah, I have no idea who that is. I'm like, I don't know what character it is. Again, because I don't have the source material. But Into the Spider-Verse has a healthy, heavy cast. And it was a good movie. There is talks of a sequel coming out next year.
1: It doesn't have a date. Oh, and... Go ahead. But I... And I don't know if you know this, but you
0: know who's going to be in it? No. Issa Rae. Oh, bitch, I'm, I'm here. Oh, she's playing Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman. Yep. Ah! Okay. I share that. Because um, apparently one other universe, Haley Steinfeld's Gwen Stacy is Spider-Woman, which, okay, girl. But, oh, I'm sorry. It's scheduled to be released October 7th of 2022. It was supposed I to come out in that. April, but got delayed because of COVID.
1: Yeah, fuck covid
0: yeah so uh,
1: before yeah. we go mm-hmm. i have i went to facebook mm-hmm. and i asked some people to give me some spider-man hot takes okay would you like to hear these spider-man hot takes
0: absolutely because some of them made me crack up <laughs> it's like oh my god <laughs> what is wrong with y'all uh, uh
1: pj rahal shout out to him who does a throw the uh, thursday throw down podcast with his wife Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man should be dead the first time he went swings because his circulatory system is still human. My mm-hmm. um, homeboy. Chuck said after the Spider-Man clone Scarlet spider <laughs> slash Jackal story, there's no way of knowing who was the real Peter Parker and who was the clone. He's got a point mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, villains should be able
0: to take Spider-Man
1: out with a can of raid.
0: Chow, Let's go get some home defense, spray him. Um, Fun fact for you, Deadpool actually
1: used a can of Raid on Ant-Man when he was an ant, ant size. Oh and God. while he's not really an ant person, it did make him throw up, because imagine being the size of an ant and getting sprayed with Raid.
0: Oh my God. This, is, this is, um, That's hilarious. I'm like, kill it with fire! No, kill it with Raid. That's what we're saying.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> then one of it was, and my favorite might have been, the real Spider-Man shoots webs out of his butt, which is actually true. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, they, I swear, they had way too much fun with this. They had way too much fun. Because I saw them like, some of these are hilarious, and I'm all for it. I, I really am. I really am. But, y'all, we focused on the movies. Um, Even though the cartoon Spider-Man was really good, but its it wasn't, it's, I don't know, I may be biased. But it's, the richness of the cartoon wasn't better than Justice League and X-Men. That's why I didn't it really mention it i'm like it wasn't a bad cartoon it's just not as rich as x-men and justice league i agree i
1: agree 100%. like you know
0: so um, before we get out of here wait thank you for doing this he will be back we're going to find another person i I have several different people written down um but we are going to be doing superman we are it's just y'all it's very um have, and i will be slandering Brandon Ralph to filth because fuck that movie and fuck him as Superman. I said it. Who's this? Remember, like, Superman Returns? Nope. Yeah, don't remember. That movie never happened.
1: (laughs) Yo, me me and my homegirl, God rest her soul, we spent the entire movie making fun of the fact that his curl never moved.
0: It was the wet. Way- that movie is terrible. And it shouldn't like on, again on paper, Superman should work. I'm one of the people who enjoy um, um Henry Cavill as Superman, and I enjoyed his first movie. It, He's a sexy motherfucker. He is so sexy, and I see what people are saying about um the Zod because one there's no possible way you're going to beat the one from the 80s there's no possible way we can't get that back but i don't think he was a bad zod it's just the one that i wanted and a lot of people wanted was neil before zod we didn't get that from him
1: so it was funny i want everybody who's listening to go back and watch that scene where zod and his other two kryptonians take over the white house Mm-hmm. It's one of the best scenes in comic book history. Um, actually, you know what? I did a top one hundred comic book moments article where it's specifically based on the movies. I think we we can have a great show on. Yeah, uh, we can do it on my we can do it on my show at some point. But there's a moment where I put that on the list, and mm-hmm. the president kneels and he goes, "Oh my God!" And Zod looks at him with no emotion and when he goes, "Oh my God!" And Zod goes, "Zod." I'm like mm-hmm. yo, <laughs> that was some G shit because he said it yes. so fucking calm. Not God,
0: Zod, right? <laughs> like, like, exactly. Right. I loved it. I loved it. I, I love it so much. It's it's Big so good. Energy. It's like oh, I-, I love it. So um please let everybody know how they can find you, um, your show and um, your writing as well.
1: Whew. All right. So first, if you want to find my writing, check out oldmanway.com, O-L-D-M-A-N-W-A-D-E.com. You can also find me, just Google the words Bam, Smack, Pow, and then Mark, M-A-R-K. So it's B-A-M space Smack, S-M-A-A-C-K, uh, Pow, P-O-W, and then Mark, and then all my writing will come up. I'm the first person who comes up. I do a ton of articles monthly shit weekly for that matter Mm -hmm. so you'll always you'll never be deprived of comic girls for me there in terms of the old man wade show you can literally just google the old man wade show podcast and i come up everywhere except from spot except except for spotify which i'll be probably redoing in a couple of weeks uh super woke hobby will be adding some more stuff to youtube we're going to start doing videos and clips and stuff like that we also do the Culture Comic Book News Podcast, which is on iHeart, Spreaker, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. It's the Culture Comic Book News Podcast. You can also find my writing on BlackRabbit.com, B-L-A-Q-U-E-R-A-B-B-I-T. I recently did an article that I shared on the podcast Play Cousins uh, page Um Group chat that we do, and I compare all the, the main Wu Tang members and their X-Men counterparts. I am mm-hmm. I am so proud of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to hear everyone's thought about that. Oh, a shout out to your boy Semi.
0: Samaj. Samaj, yeah. That dude, he loves you. He loves him some you. He does, um, that's why I had to shout him out when I came back. I'm like, I gotta do this for Samaj because he's like, hey, how you doing? So Stephanie, where's my show? Thank you so much. I'm like, I well. <laughs> like you know,
1: he he's that dude man like and i love the fact that like he's just a, a real supporter of real people and that
0: yeah he
1: puts a, he puts a real effort into his stuff man i appreciate people who have passion and support and stuff so i have to shout him out he i was lucky enough to be on a show we actually talked superman versus batman mm. so i want to shout out to him but i also the reason but the main reason i'm it up is particularly and i'm and um And I may make you blush, and I may make you uncomfortable, and I apologize for that. But it also brings up the importance of your voice. You are, you're someone, I've talked about this before, like, you're somebody I admire. Like, you take time off to take care of yourself, which is something that sometimes I forget to do. And you're like, you know what, the show is something you do. You've had, like, you've had a, you've had multiple people go, hey, can you come talk here can you come talk there can you have you on can you have can you come on my show and it shows the importance of who you are and just in terms of like your voice and how people can feel that like having you on my show or having you speak will reach other people but not even just that when I hear other people talk about you it's always kind words and so things like that are I appreciate things like that because of who you are and the measure of and it's like I don't hear people say bad things about you and when I see people on Twitter talking shit about you I'm like
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, talk about find
1: out. <laughs> it's like don't do that <laughs> like when people at you and i'm like oh
0: okay uh, i don't so, have to jump in and because- the thing about it i have to say thank you for that wade i there's a couple of people that i literally they they want a back and forth and i'm like i can type out a tweet and go i'm not responding to this let me just mute i'm like i'm not doing this with you because you know somebody didn't it was a, it was a first a verified person who was mad that i pointed out and it's like um, that Jennifer Lopez was not supposed to be Selena because they didn't want her to be there. I was like, um, so Selena was te- a Tejana singer, which in some s- circles, she could be seen as a Latina or Hispanic. And I had said that a uh, thing is because she was Hispanic, but it wasn't, it was just that she, Jennifer Lopez was the wrong Latino. That was what they came to back then. And so the person decided to quote tweet me and say, I don't have time to like school somebody on, um, nationality and i was looking at it like she meant ethnicity but go off sis because nationality is where you're fucking born and both of these women were born in the u.s so let's try this again but you're telling me i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i'm like you're right she could be seen as latinx as well that may be what she um could be seen as i don't think selena identified as latinx i think she identified as hispanic i can't remember but the point still stands they didn't want J.Lo. Because she's the
1: funny,
0: is, the funny thing about it is we'll never know. Like her opinion on how she
1: feels about herself could change in the year 2020. And also, her
0: parents did not like that um, show on Netflix. They did not like that series. They're like, no, fuck this. It's like, oh. See, they're very yeah. protective of Selena's um, image. And I don't blame them. Kind of, kind of like, as much as I hate that we're just getting Aaliyah's music streaming, her family was too. But it really wasn't her mom and her brother. It's really her ain't shit uncle. Okay ain't shit there you go. he ain't shit but y'all okay. we're gonna get on out of here because um, no, no, no. i have one more thing
1: to say oh and sorry I, i'm sorry i interrupted you no no it, it's just one of those things where like people talk about the internet and it's like oh the internet and shit and the internet is this and blah blah blah, blah, blah 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 i'm like let me tell you guys something about the internet without the internet i wouldn't know you without social media i wouldn't know you i wouldn't know charmaine i wouldn't know brandon i wouldn't know Rashani, I wouldn't know OG blur vision. Like, there's a oh. there's a, a bunch of things. though. So when yeah. you hear people talk about how like social media is so bad, don't listen to them. Find yeah. your own peace. Find I, ways to really look yourself and just be like, find the good that comes out of this because there's a lot yeah. of relationships that have like helped me, not just in terms of like writing a podcast, fuck that shit. Like there are times where I can text Charmaine at like nine o'clock and be like, yo, this is how I'm feeling about life. Can you kind of help me out? Mm-hmm. I, we've had conversations and it's like, and it's like, and I'm glad that like, we have a relationship where like, you can forgive me for being in my own fucking feelings. We can yeah. go back to being fucking friends and nephews and aunties in. And, and like, you know what I mean? But I also think a lot of that comes from your heart and the people who are on the internet. Like when you find the people, when you find your tribe and you find the people that you're close to, it doesn't matter if you've never actually met these people in person. Yeah. That doesn't mean a fucking thing. When I met Brandon and his wife in person with um my wife in California, mm-hmm. it was literally like we had been friends for years. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm pretty sure that when I come to Baltimore and when I get the chance to do that, Mm -hmm. it'll be, it will be peas and carrots. It'll be a fucking phenomenal thing. So I just want to say to people out there who just kind of like take social media as just something that's like nonsense and stupid like that. Don't listen to them. When you find your people and you can connect with them on social media, do that, be that and don't let negativity destroy your peace.
0: At all. Thank you for that. old man, Wade. Thank you for that. Cause it's true. Cause it's like, are there some terrible people online? Yep, but if you're lucky, you'll find some good people and they can become your friends, and you can actually create a safe space. And I will tell you, it's probably not on the timeline. It's probably in a group chat. That's where you'll probably be more safe. Um, as long as you ain't shit. If you if you if you ain't an ain't shit person, yeah, no space is safe for you because somebody gonna dom- end up doming your ass out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, once if you it's the authenticity for a lot of people for me, where it's kind of like people throw around the word friend. I'm like, y'all don't know what it is to be a friend because friends aren't going to rubber stamp you at every moment. You're going to disagree about something, but if you care about each other because friendships are relationships i know it's crazy to me too when people's like it's not it's not the same as a romantic relationship but sometimes it can be as intimate based on the kind of relationship you have with someone because i know people think about intimacy and sex i'm like so those two don't have to go together because i can fuck somebody that i am not in like have no shed of intimacy because it's really just there's
1: a reason that the phrase hate fuck exists (laughs)
0: correct it's like i don't need to be like it's intimate it's like there's intimacy is not just a romantic thing because it's like there's a lot of people that I just care about. One of them I'm actually sitting here recording with where I know it's like we have a good relationship because friendships are relationships. So the thing about it is if that person is worth it, you'll work at it when y'all have a disagreement. Some of the people that I love the most I've had disagreements with and we're still friends because one, you're not always gonna agree with your friend but make no mistake, nobody's going to like talk shit about my friend in front of me, and I'm like going, wait, I think you're misunderstanding what they're saying.
2: Exactly. And, or if I
0: think they did something wrong, I'm not going to correct you in public. "Quote, I'm putting quote, correct in quotes. I'm going to say, hey, so can I talk to you about this? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a us I'm a pull you off the timeline and talk to you person. I'm not going to go, no, they did ass wrong
1: which is why like when we had the conversation I said let me have this in private because I know I may get a little emotional with this conversation mm-hmm. so even if I if I come out of pocket I was like it's like it's between it's between aunt and nephew yeah. <laughs> like let's just like you know what I mean?
0: yeah it's like I'm, I'm sorry like um my, my main was on um the show and uh I think we are going to have our little auntie podcast because we be having all these sorts of stuff. Like yeah. we two different kinds of aunties, but we aunties and I have no problem being an auntie because I have a nephew. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I have an actual biological yeah. nephew and it's fine, but I'm also at age, I'm 40. And a lot of people don't remember, like you're not 40. Oh, guess what my birth certificate says. I know I look good because I remember being that young going, oh my God, 40 looks like this. I'm like, yeah, 40 don't feel like I, I look old or like it's over. I'm like, right. I forget. I'm like, oh shit, you're older than me. I forget like that. <laughs> but yeah, so that
1: I just wanted to make sure that I shouted you out and then talked about like, like just the amazingness that you are. And, mm-hmm. and I always try to make it a point to do that with the people who I talk to. Was just like when Charmaine comes on the show, I do the same thing because like we always talk about like, oh, like you know what I mean. Oh, like you know, you check on your weak friends, but like, let's not always forget to like compliment your strong friends too, because like just because they're strong doesn't necessarily mean that they don't they, they shouldn't be able to hear the great things that we say about them.
0: Yeah, because something like it, like the whole phrase, check on your strong friends, is not that they're strong and nothing hits them. It's just for us, sometimes not showing when things are going wrong, that helps us. I mean, it only mildews your insides, but yeah. um, it's kind of like showing emotion. It's like, that's just the strong Black woman trope that I'm trying to break myself out of, that I think I broke myself out Uh, for the most part, but of course, still got, you know, got fucking work to do. So it's kind of like, yeah, showing emotion is not weakness. And for a lot of us, we have to unlearn that. So just how like men are like, I can't show my feelings. It's like for black women, we can't do it either. It's different. It's not, this is not tit for tat and it's not trying to weigh it differently, but everybody depends on Black women to be strong. So when we're having an issue, it's like, girl, I don't think you can handle it. I'm like, I'm still, I'm not a fucking robot. I'm not your mule. (laughs) And mules cry too, okay? Animals cry. They get tired. What the hell?
1: I'm going to send you um, this thing that I saw in a mortal whole thing where they, where this, and it's funny when someone goes like, white people shouldn't do this and men shouldn't do this. And I'm like, if a person can really get the idea right, then I don't give a fuck who writes the the actual idea about it as long as they get the, um, the point of it. So I'm mm-hmm. going to send you this thing where in Immortal Hulk where he talks about, where this Black woman talks about how she wishes that she could feel rage. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how like, she's not allowed to feel like that, And she goes on about how the Hulk can do whatever the fuck he wants, and then he's still looked at as a hero. But as a Black woman, being angry isn't isn't allowed.
0: It's not, because uh, our anger is saying, never righteous. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like for us, our anger is never righteous, and it's always something that someone has to manage. You, I have to be in control of my emotions. I can't have an off day because then it's kind of like, oh, you have to explain why. I'm like everybody else can have a bad day. I can't. Let me tell you,
1: if God if God is allowed to have righteous period then the epitome in the have the epitome of um human being, which is a black woman, um, then they should be allowed to have that same fucking righteous fury.
0: Yeah. And that's and what I'm like, happened. when I tell people I'm like, no, take a break. So don't be like, oh my God, sleep when you're dead. No, you can sleep at night or in the morning if you work overnight. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, it's okay to take a break because one, you're not a machine and you're not a mule. It's okay to take care of yourself because that's the other thing. Black women are taught either by our parents or society that we gotta take care of everybody. I'm like, you are not important. You shouldn't be putting yourself first. And people yeah. are getting mad that we're putting ourselves first. It's like you shouldn't As be you mad. Be. Yeah. Oh, All right.
1: And, uh, just for the people who don't know, I got some bad news for you. Women are coming and old men waved, or you can call them by my real name, Mark Anthony Litch. I am I am purposely and properly and happily ready for our women overlords. <laughs>
0: It's like child, ridiculous. I love it. I, I love this. And I love you. So, guys, I will be back. Um, this has been fun. I can't wait for Wade to come back. I mean, he might come back to not talk about um characters. He might just come back to come back. I mean, I don't know yet. Um, but yeah, he will be back and I will be back next week. All right, y'all. Bye.
1: I would like an explanation to, you know, people with vaccines. Why are they still getting COVID? If that's something that we are supposed to highly be protected from.
2: All right. Yo. Athletes wake up four o'clock in the morning to lift weights, all type of condition drills. Watch film on their opponent for hours just to get swept in the first round of the playoffs. Wait, what? Yep. All that preparation and practice just to get treated with a broom and a dustpan. All that working out don't guarantee a championship. It only increases the probability of you winning. And allows you to be more competitive against your opponents. If you get scored on, lose a game, don't make the playoffs, or don't win a chip. That don't mean preparation ain't worth it. Like, why you waking up at 4 a.m.? You can still lose. Might well go on back to sleep. The sun ain't up, you don't need to be neither. That's literally what y'all sound like when y'all go against the vaccine, cause you might still get COVID. It's a lot less likely, but you could. But even in that situation, it ain't the same. When you vaccinated and get COVID, your immune system look like the Washington Wizards. When you unvaccinated it looked like the Washington gentlemen. The vaccines have three major functions. Film, scout team, strength and conditioning. It shows you what the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein look like, scout spikes to practice on, and creates neutralizing antibodies while also gaining B-cell and T-cell memory. So you're likely gonna watch COVID if you show up. I got you winning by 30, my boy. You're with me having COVID in the past and having antibodies. Actually, over a third of people who recover from COVID don't get protective antibodies. And even if they do, those antibodies aren't as abundant or reliable as you get from the vaccine. That way you see people catching it two and three times. So you caught COVID unvaccinated and got little to nothing to benefit to show for it. You took an L. It's all good. Just go get some practice in. So it don't happen again. Get vaccinated.